When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. Thank you. Very kind. Thank you for that jolt of energy. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. You know... You know, I know I look young and sprightly, but, uh, spoiler, I am old enough to remember the Apollo missions. When America was at its most ambitious, we were representing mankind in our reach for the stars, and specifically the man part of mankind, because only men went to the moon. But in 2024, American women will be going to the moon as part of the Artemis mission, named for Apollo's twin sister. And that, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's great news, because up till now, space has been a bit of a sausage fest. (laughs) The program has been plagued by technical delays, but this morning, NASA finally launched the first step in our return to the moon. Artemis 1, Jimmy, let's light this candle. Three, two, one. Boosters in ignition. And liftoff of Artemis 1. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. Woo! Baby, go! It is so satisfying to see a rocket head up to space without a billionaire on it. <laughs> this launch, this launch paves the way for humans to return to the moon for the first time in over half a century. But this particular mission was uncrewed. Instead, it held mannequins collecting vital data to help future live crews. And I believe we have a picture of the mannequin. Yes. <laughs> So lifeless. I thought it would be more believable. No? Okay. This uncrewed mission will be up there for 25 and a half days. And it's not just up in space. It's going to the moon. It's going around the moon again for the first time in 50 years. And here at The Late Show, we will keep you updated on my childlike wonder as it continues. (laughs) Anyway, that's good news, isn't it? You guys feeling good about that? (laughs) Come on. Come on. Merka! Merka! Well, say goodbye to that good feeling, because last night, the former president announced he is running for future president in 2024. I get it, but you're going to want to pace yourself. Those boos need to last for two years. Anyway, uh, he threw his stupid hat in the ring. It's 2016 all over again. Crank up Beyonce's lemonade. Throw on the all-female Ghostbusters because we are Pokemon going back to hell. (laughs) The former president has been waiting for this moment since he left office, and he had all that time to come up with the perfect line to win back the American people and resurrect his political career. Here's what he came up with. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy. So this time... He's going to make America great and glorious again. 
For those of you who did not watch his announcement, me neither, I, I pay some sucker to do that for me. Over the last six years, I've watched plenty of this guy already. You can cut me open and count the rings on my liver. And I expect, I expect the lies and racism and narcissism, but I also expect yelling and nicknames and bragging about sex boats to Boy Scouts. One thing I did not expect was the universal review of his speech. Boring! And it's true, he seems disinterested, low energy, and frankly, spent. That mob's gonna have to change their chant to, wake him up! Wake him up! Wait, maybe iron him! He seems rumply. Somebody balled him up. It was such a lame event, even his family didn't show. John Jr. planned to, but his flight got stuck in bad weather. Let me guess, was it a snowstorm? Was it a... Some fresh powder? What was it? Couldn't shovel your way out of the uh, cocaine? The one, uh, the one that really must have stung is that Ivanka did not show and released a statement saying, I do not plan to be involved in politics. This time around, I am choosing to prioritize my young children. This time? <laughs> you know they were also your young children last time. They were actually younger children. But you know what they say, the younger kids are, the less they need you. But the former president did have one of his adult kids show up. I happen to have some children in the front row. They, they understand. In fact, my one boy, stand up, Eric. He knows my name. Hi, Dad. That's my dad. He knows my name. And he said, I'm his boy. Dad, I always knew I was your favorite child who came home to that room tonight. <laughs> oh, this is better than a hug. From what I've read. <laughs> now, what did I say there in the middle? What did I say? Didn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. His advisors were hoping for no more than 45 minutes. That's what they said. But the former president spoke for over an hour which might be why a crowd formed by the exit of the ballroom tried to leave the announcement before he had finished. But security wouldn't let them. Always. Always a sign of a successful event. Okay, uh, take your seats. The piano recital will start shortly. Please silence your cell phones. Uh, the doors are locked from the outside. Clap loudly. We have your family. <laughs> and now, Furley's. Start to finish, uh, this announcement was a pathetic drowsy word shamble towards Snoozeville. He didn't ride a single escalator. And during what little I watched, I thought, I have never seen anything sadder in my life until the speech ended and the DJ cranked up the jams and this happened. I have never seen anyone move more quickly from YMCA to why am I doing this? I'll just go.
crowd wasn't the only one headed for the exits. So was Fox News. It's very, very much hurting our country. Germany tried it, you know. Germany tried it. They were up for about a year. Remember I sent to Angela? Remember Angela? Do you remember Angela? Nobody's remembering her now. Angela right, Merkel, just joining us, here. President Trump in Mar-a-Lago announcing his 2024 presidential run. Uh, we're going to go back to the speech in just a minute. Oh, wow. <laughs> that has real stop grandpa's toast at the wedding energy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There, give me the mic. Let's hear it for P-Pop, everybody. <laughs> of course, we all love your stories. And if one of the groomsmen could help him get his pants back on, that would be... <laughs> that would be great. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if the former president running again has you reaching for the Xanax, let's calm things down with a lighter story. Yesterday, NATO member Poland announced that a Russian-made missile fell on their country, which is a big deal, because NATO's Article 5 says that an attack against one ally is considered an attack against all allies. So basically, NATO has the same self-defense strategy as a group of drunk bachelorettes. What? <laughs> What did you say about Rochelle? Oh, oh, it is on, bitch. Just wait till I take off my novelty penis earrings, and then I'm going to <laughs> you up. No, no, no. That is the applause of recognition, I see. NATO is saying it's likely Russia didn't attack Poland. Now they're saying that because it's more likely that a missile fired defensively by Ukrainian air defenses accidentally crossed the Polish border. But at the time, last night, no one knew that. So people raced to Twitter where in the past you could get reliable information. Not so much this time. <laughs> According to one reporter who tweeted, World War III is maybe breaking out and I am here clicking on accounts, verified checks to see whether their officials or Twitter blue subscribers. <laughs> That's right. We could be at World War III and have no way of knowing. We don't, we don't even know if that's the real Mario addressing the UN. <laughs> Send him to the pizza keepers. <laughs> While people were scrambling to see whether World War III had started, the big trending topic last night was from a fake Photoshopped Tonight Show tweet that started the hashtag R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon, which went super viral. Okay, not to worry. Jimmy is alive and well, and I would know all of us late-night hosts are each other's emergency contacts. <laughs> the very much alive Jimmy went straight to the source. New Twitter CEO Elon Musk, seen here trapped inside a foggy grape. <laughs> Jimmy tweeted, Elon, can you fix this? To which Musk responded, fix what? One issue Musk has been uh, trying to fix is having employees. Since he bought Twitter, he's laid off half the company's 7,500 workers, and he's continued cutting Twitter's workforce in his third week. At this rate, by Christmas, the only people left working at Twitter will be Elon Musk and his right-hand man, his right hand. <laughs> Late last night, Elon... <laughs> Late last night... Elon issued an ultimatum to his remaining staff saying they had to sign a pledge to commit to a hardcore Twitter or leave. In fact, he's also released a new hardcore logo. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. More Late Show Poncho after this. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate, though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. My next guest is a hilarious comedian and actor you know from her stand-up specials, Star Trek Discovery, and Army of the Dead. Soon, you will know and love her from Pickled. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Tig Notaro. Steven, uh, it is so good to see you, as always. Um, can I just say something really fast? Um, I feel like... There, as you know, there's been a lot of discussion about freedom of speech um, uh, lately. And um, I would like to exercise my freedom of speech, if I could, for a moment. Of course. And say that um, everybody in this country is entitled to freedom of speech, whether it's religion, comedy, podcasting, politics, music, um, whatever, Uh, you know. I think it's important to remember that sometimes your freedom of speech can take away others' freedom to live in a safe manner. That's all I wanted to share. Well said. I like it. Um, there are ramifications for the exercising of all of our freedoms. Yes. There you go. Yes, absolutely. Go. Um, but uh, it's good to see you. It is. It is good to see you. I, yeah. I really like when interviews have preambles. Yes, me too. We hold these just, truths to be self-evident. I just wanted to get that out Thank there. Thank you very much. Now, um, I have to ask you a question here. Yeah. If, if you were Jared Leto, I would say that cane is an affectation. But you are not. You are no. Tignataro. Yeah. What is this? Is this is not a bit? I'm guessing. No. It's what is not. happening? I have a fractured femur. Oh. And uh, this is my alligator cane, um, and it's just kind of a hello to um, the South that I'm from. You know, I'm sure. from the. Does that? Two other people. I have, I have a question for you. Is that like, that looks like you could unscrew the top and it would be, have a sword inside of it or something. No, it's just the full body of an alligator is in there. So here's the thing that the, the reason I feel terrible about your cane is that 
We we shot uh, Pickled earlier this fall. We did. Which is, as everyone knows, it's the first celebrity charity pickleball tournament of all time, <laughs> benefiting benefiting Comic Relief, which distributes hundreds of millions of dollars to children and families uh, at risk. Mm-hmm. And you were one of the, the, the mega stars who was kind enough to show up and play pickleball in 107-degree heat in Thousand Oaks, California. And you had a, you had a fractured femur then. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, doctor said, in no uncertain terms... You should get an alligator cane. Can you share your doctor's card? Because <laughs> I would, I'd like to go to that doctor. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, he told, he was like, look, you're going to do what you want to do, yeah. but you shouldn't be playing pickleball with a fractured femur. And I was like, you do your thing and I'll do mine. And you didn't play alone. You played with a, you, there's a mystery, a mystery partner for Which you. Which makes me feel like I played alone because nobody will say his name. For reasons that aren't important, we're, we're not going to say his name yeah. until tomorrow. I'm not even going to say whether it's a he or she. Yeah. Well, okay? it, I am. That's, it was that's a, fair enough. It was, it, was, a he. it was a he. Okay. Yeah. It was a he. All right. We actually have a clip here, and we're we're not we're never going to we're going to blur this person's face. Great. And we've affected their voice. All right. Is it blurred in the special too? No. In the special, okay. you will see. You'll see this person's face, but for tonight, it's blurred because okay. this is the mystery guest. I get it. Okay, Jim. We're gonna be seeing June, Diane, Raphael, and Paul Shear play <laughs> and Tig Notaro. That'll be fun. Hey, what's going on? No, we're just hugging. <laughs> about it. There's a rumor you guys are romantically involved. Party till you cute. Let's watch. Everybody, your producers, um, uh, other pickleball players, yeah. uh, even the card you wrote me after, just really emphasized how incredible it was that I was the first one to sign on to the project. You were. Okay, but so. <laughs> I, I, it made me feel like, what sort of low-rent thing did I just sign up for? <laughs> Steven, every time, every time I turned around, somebody's like, I heard you were the first one to sign on to this. And the fact that you wrote me a card thanking me, I was truly like, oh, no. Well, well, let me explain. May I explain? Yeah, please, because still, even sitting right here, you're like, I know, thank you. How many many hard passes did you get? (laughs) Before I... Before you? Before you? Yeah, before... None. (laughs) I swear to God, you're the first thing I heard, pass or otherwise, like Tig Notaro's in. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. Because we thought we had a good idea. We thought yeah. it was going to be fun, raise yeah. a lot of money for uh, comic relief, have some fun, play some pickleball. And, and then I'm like, 
I wonder if anybody's gonna understand how this could be fun. You know what I mean? I still don't understand. <laughs> and you did it. I still Did you have no fun? Did you, you have no fun? You are the love of my life, and you know that. I had a blast. I had so much fun, but it reminded me of the fact that I had very, for a brief period of time, I was with a management company that made a phone call to me because they were concerned, saying, they said, we feel like you say yes to everything you're offered. <laughs> and they said, um, do oh. you need money? <laughs> and it was one of the most humiliating phone calls I've ever gotten. But, you know, I like to take projects that seem interesting well, or I'm like, I'm so pleased, because here's the thing. We were worried that some people wouldn't understand how this could be fun. And when I found out that you wanted to do it, I went, oh, this must be good, because Tig <laughs> no, wants to do it. No, talk to my old managers. It means nothing. Oh. It, um, in fact... I thought you saying yes was a benediction on what we were no, doing. No, in fact, they're probably um, going to be horrified when they see that I also took this job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. There's Tig right there. There's Tig right there. We have that, have that shot. Pickled premieres tomorrow on CBS at 9 p.m. Starring Tig Notaro, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.